You've waited all week, and now the wait is over. It's the only unfiltered media podcast in America. This is Trash Talk on WEEI.com. Here he is, your boy, Blind Mike. Blind Blind Mike. Mike. Brand new studio, same old intercom. Uh, my headphones are plugged into nothing. Um, I won't be able to hear any audio today. So, uh, you know, same shit, different pile, as I like to say. Back with another episode of Trash Talk. I am your, your old pal, Blind Mike. No, I was not fired. I know there was a lot of worry. Even when I said I'm doing an episode of Trash Talk, people said, were you fired? Yeah, they're letting me back in the building to lambaste them one more time. Um... It could have been a goodbye episode. Yeah, yeah. They do that all the time, right? Kirk. Kirk's coming back Friday. For, oh, well, I guess he did have a goodbye episode. So uh, That voice you hear is the great, the, the best guest I've ever had, which I will not say to uh, Kirk Minahan or Lyndon Byers if they're here. But other than that, best guest I've ever had, Lucy Burge. Welcome back. Thank you, Mike. It's been a while. Highly requested by the fans. That's good to hear. People have said uh, two most talented people at Intercom right here in this room. Well, that's nice. Um, I'm saying that, but no ouch, I disagree. Um, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, good to have it back, Lucy. Um, two two broads in one room. Who else does that here? This rarely happens here. You know, two ladies. Caitlin with me as always. Hello. And and uh, Lucy. That's how progressive I am. I feel We've like got that's a the. Guy. We've got two women. That's the comments that Lucy and I get. Most of the time, when we're ever seen together, it's like, wow, Ooh. two girls. Right. It's like, it's a girl's must day. Be tension, ladies. <laughs> right. They're like, oh it's a lot, of, a lot of estrogen in here. That's what <laughs> right. we hear a lot. Right. Because not only is Caitlin your producer, she is an intern. Right. For uh, not me, but for Jason Rossi. Right. So you guys work together. Has there been any uh, tension yet? A couple of. <laughs> Couple of cat couple fights. Of couple of cat fights. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, no. no. I think uh, Caitlin's great to work with. Okay. She okay. follows direction. Well, she yeah. learns quickly. I disagree. So I <laughs> wish there was more juice to, you know. Caitlin, how's working for Lucy? Do you work for her, would you say? Um, I, I guess, yeah. I'm like, in the way that the rankings fall, yeah. Oh, I, I don't really know. <laughs> it's kind of weird for? because, like, has Lucy been good to work for? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Nah. <laughs> no, yeah. I've liked it. I've really liked everyone that I've worked with so far. So it's been really good, yeah. What a, what a politic answer. That won't last long. Yeah, no. Not here, certainly. Um... A lot of what happens with Caitlin is I'll go in and say, Jason wants this, or Jason said this, or Jason wants to see you. So it's a lot more for Jason, but okay. like today, I was like, Caitlin, where the hell is our one? Why haven't you clipped it yet? So there is some of that. Oh, all right, all right. So Caitlin's slacking is what you're saying? Oh, yeah, every day. The oh usual. No, Caitlin is a wonderful intern. Jason Rossi, there have got to be some bodies buried somewhere. Like He seems like too nice a guy. He's always nice to me. And no he, mm-hmm. People are usually never nice to me. Well, and he's always a, very consistently nice to me, which makes me think there's some, some demons in there. No, somewhere. he's a very nice guy. But as Keith mentioned uh, today, he is taking a trip to Negative Town a little bit. Okay. Um, see, I don't. that's what they're saying on the air, but I don't notice it any more than usual. Right. Like, he's not that negative from what I've seen. Um, he's a pretty positive guy. Seems like a genuinely nice guy. He and is. I can't say that about... Almost anyone else here. Right. So well, it's, he, it's yeah. nice to see once in a while. Yeah. I have seen a lot of genuinely nice people here. I haven't run into anybody who's not. Oh, Lucy is so she's afraid. Lucy, for the, for the most so, part, for the Lucy's most part, Lucy's got more to lose than me. Like I don't have a real job here, so I can just say whatever I want. Lucy has to actually work with these people. I just zip in and out, stumble over some shit. Well, you kick do stuff ha- in the hallways. What happened at the meeting? I am dying to know. Well, that's what I wanted to get into. So, as as, as the listeners of this program know, I had a, a big meeting yesterday, or so I thought. Uh, thought it was going to be a big meeting. B 
because um, I sent an email to uh, our, our program director here, and I said, uh, this is a few months ago, back in like September, I think. I sent an email saying, uh, hey, Joe, I'd like to be on air more. And he said, uh, no, I don't know. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. I said, oh, rats. <laughs> and then uh, I guess I, I, I said some things uh, that weren't very polite on Twitter. And I, I, you know. What were those things? I don't really Can't recall. Oh, oh I, I do remember. I, um, so I basically asked to be on with Gilroy. I actually like doing, as much as I uh, take shots at him, I like doing radio with uh, Patrick Gilroy at night. I don't know if you've ever done anything with him. Oh, yeah. I produced for him a couple yeah, yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. Good guy. He's a great and, guy. And, yep. and fun doing nice. radio with him. He, he gets it for, mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, so I basically said, like, you know, I haven't been in with Gilroy as much. Like, I, I like doing that. So if I can do that on a more consistent basis, I'd love to. And uh, if there's ever a shot for me on the weekends or whatever, uh, I'd love a chance. And, um, uh, you know, the answer was essentially no for, for you know, for mm-hmm. the, the abridged version. <laughs> and then, like, six minutes later, Literally, that's not an exaggeration. I, I stopped reading that email, and then how long was next- the email? Par- like like in in inches of text? Was it long? Was uh, it shorter? No, I mean like a cu- I'd say two paragraphs, two short paragraphs. Oh, was it critique? Yeah, or like yeah, what you can do better. Constructive criticism. I okay, guess. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll get into that. There was more of that at the meeting. <laughs> okay, uh, so okay. We'll Here we go. But then, uh, so when I stopped reading the email, I saw that Dakota from Braintree was on. <laughs> That Saturday, oh, mm-hmm. it was that weekend with Reamer. Yeah, yeah. So that's when I was like, "Well, what the fuck?" That, and I think I said on Twitter, like, "Ah, brilliant decision by you." Yeah. Well, I, I guess I don't have the credibility that uh, you know your your typical caller from Braintree has. Ooh, um, yeah, that's gonna get you airtime. Criticize the place well, that, where you want to be on the air. You know, Lucy, that was pointed out to me <laughs> by a couple of people. Uh, they said that probably wasn't the best tack to take. Is immediately. Uh, rip everyone. Who told you this? Who got who Your got mother? back to you? Who got in my ear? Yeah. Uh, Bradford. Okay. All right. Bradford was a, another great guy. I, I got another great guy. Fantastic. Uh, giving me a lot of help here, and I, I mm-hmm. very much appreciate it. He is willing. That's the thing about him. He is willing to help anybody. Yeah. Who needs help? And yeah, I, yeah. I've literally I've heard him say to people, "What can I do to help you?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Great. He's, he's, awesome. he's been awesome to me. Yeah. And um, I've gotten a few panicked Bradford calls that I talk about. Like uh, <laughs> the first podcast I did was uh, the week. The day that uh, Reamer got suspended for the the Brady kid stuff, mm-hmm. and um, I was like, "Ooh, good, good first day. I guess I'll talk about this." I said that on Twitter, something like that, and I got a call from Bradford. Ah, oh, jeez, Mike, uh, you know you're not going to be able to do that. Like, I, like, you can tell he feels bad telling me I'm not going to be able to talk about that, but he, it's his, it's his job. Mm-hmm. And I, I got a very similar call. Like, what are you doing, man? You just <laughs> now I got to deal with this because I don't have to deal with any of it, which is nice. Like. You know, no one knows me from a hole in the wall here, so I don't really have to deal with any mm-hmm. until Bradford goes, just wh- why are you doing this? <laughs> why, why are you doing this? Did me? you put it in the title of that you the, talk, uh, that, of the podcast that you, when you like uploaded oh, yeah. it? Yeah, that, okay. that was the other mistake. So that was it, I yeah. was like, hey, everyone, guess what I'm talking about this right. week? Yes. And he was like, just don't advertise it at least. But I've at least learned not so to I've do that. I've seen you put it like whatever you are talking yeah, about and I'm more. I'm just talking about Dwight Howard this yeah. week. And, and more. I, yeah, right. <laughs> right. Uh, that so was there was one day Kay, Caitlin came into me and she was like, um, how do you take down a podcast? And I was like, I know what's happening <laughs> yeah, now. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we've learned from our mistakes. But no. So the only reason I bring that up is because um, the email I got was in response to that original email mm-hmm. uh, from Joe saying, hey, let's meet to talk about this. So I think, oh, old Mikey's time to shine. This was- Finally, they've seen the star rising. So this is six minutes later. 
No, no, no. I'm, this is what two was, days ago. What was six minutes later? What was that? That was when I saw the Dakota from Braintree. Oh, right. Okay, and that's sorry. why I went off on Twitter. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I see. No, this, the email where he said, let's come in, that was a few days ago. Okay, right. But it was the, to that same email. So I thought, obviously, it's got something to do with me being on air. Why, why else would we respond to that particular email instead of starting a new chain? Mm-hmm. I said, okay. It's got to be about something like that. And I didn't have my hopes set too high. I said, my guess is they're going to give me one shot on a weekend and see how I do and go from there. That was that was where my mind was at. Um, but I went in and uh, and Joe said, you know, we never met, so it's good to uh, good to finally meet each other and, and talk. We've only spoken through email. I said, yeah, that is good. And then from that point on, I'm not. I don't really know what happened. Just your mind went blank. Like I think it was a good meeting. Okay, we, it was friendly. We you know we 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 covered a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. And you know it was, it was fine. I'm not. I'm not mad about what was said in the meeting or anything. But what? what but happened? I don't know what the point of but the meeting was. But what was said? Yeah. Did he? Did he say like you're? You know, you have no shot of being on air ever. Kind say, of. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. No, he didn't say that. I, I don't want to say. I don't want to. Uh, what? You know, what mischaracterize the meeting? What topics or what? What was yeah, so covered? Essentially, it seems like they want me in more of a producer's role. Okay. Which. It's fine, and then but I explained to him uh, Mike Shu from WAF, um, who I know a little better than uh, most of the people down here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've never met him. Nice guy, another nice guy. I take it back. I, I said there were no nice guys here. There's at least three. Um, <laughs> Mike Shu, very nice who guy. Name the three: Mike Shu, Rob Bradford, and uh, Jason Rossi. Okay. And then anyone else that can help me in the future. Joe Zarbano, great guy, <laughs> <laughs> terrific guy. Um, another ten minutes on that. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, so Mike Shu uh, came to me probably seven or eight months ago. You remember Jared? You oh, you worked with Jared. Jared. Um, I remember Jared. My did, old producer did not like Jared. Few he did. Had I was an one of the few. I was one of the few that liked Jared. Oh my god! That and I kid. just see the other day he unfollowed me on Twitter. Well, what, did you follow? Did you follow him on Twitter? I mean, he was he my be, producer. He'd be that good of a follow. Oh he, no, okay. no, no, no! He was. The, oh my god! He was probably no. His attitude was. He's a negative Nancy. He negative, but also yeah. I would correct him on something, and he'd be like, "Oh, I didn't do that wrong." I can see <laughs> like right in front of me that yeah. you did do it wrong, and he. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, didn't I, like I liked all. Jared, and I was one of the few that did. And he t- he turned on me for whatever reason. I think he was mad. So we had Caitlin in one day when she started producing. Mm-hmm. It was when Jared got fired. It all comes yeah. back to me. And, uh, <laughs> and Caitlin texts him. We're all kind of friendly. We know each other. And Caitlin texts him and says, uh, "Hey, I'm helping Mike with the podcast. Um, where is his in- like? How would I find his uh, podcast intro or something like that?" Yeah, something. And, yeah. And Jared says, uh, "Oh, didn't know I was being replaced." Oh, wasn't and I was he like, fired. You're not allowed in the building anymore. Right. <laughs> Why would I? I'm not Mike Entercom. I can't be like, hey, guys, let him through the front door. It's okay. He's, he's, he's with me. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, if you get fired, I, I what can I do? Right. I can barely get in here. Um, well, I think you made a big upgrade with Caitlin. So I, I, that worked out for the 100% best. 100% agree. Uh, but anyways, so it was when, it was when uh, Jared was here. That's how Jared ended up producing for Hillman because Mike Shue asked me uh, if I could do assistant producing for them. And uh, I explained that, uh, with my eyes, like you know, I think a lot of people think like I'm, it's a like I just need glasses or something. Mm-hmm. But it's legitimately I can't see shit. Like mm-hmm. I think anyone that's seen me that's seen me walk down the hallway here probably has an idea that I'm legitimately legally blind. So I explained to uh, Mike Shu back then, and this is what I told Joe the other day, that um, I'm not able to see the computers well enough. And they, you know, there's plenty of technology that enlarges stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm just not able to do things fast enough with the 
you know, precision and timeliness that you need for a live radio show. Okay. So if I'm cutting things up or putting in drops or whatever, I can't do that f- fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I, I wouldn't be right, the right fit for that job. There's a million people that could do it better than me. Okay. Um, and he said, okay, that, you know, I understand that. But what about in a more, um, the example he used was a Chris Curtis kind of role where you're putting together a show, uh, coming up with topics, trying to book guests, stuff like that. And I said, I, honestly, I'd love to do that. Like, I'd, I'd be happy to try something like that out. I've never known that to be a position that exists for an unestablished guy. You know what I mean? For a guy right. that's never done board hopping or anything else. Mm-hmm. I've never known that to exist, so I've never pursued it. Uh, and he was like, okay, well, maybe, you know, we can work on you trying to do something like that. And I was like, well, this is odd. Why am I, <laughs> why are we meeting about me producing? Like, it, se- it seemed very strange. So okay. I just said, what about me being on air? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> just keep we, saying that. Just keep saying that? it until yeah. something happens. Do we see that happening? <laughs> mm-hmm. And he says, um, no. <laughs> um, no, he, he, he kind of, you know, Gave it some thought, and he said, you know, I don't think you're ready yet. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay. Well, and he asked me, I think the meeting actually started with him asking me, uh, I guess kind of to sell myself, like what's different from me right. than anyone else? Mm-hmm. You gave um, your Shark Tank pitch? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Elevator pitch. Elevator yes. pitch. I have a question for you along those lines later <laughs> on when you're done, when okay. you're done with this. Um, and, you know, I said, you know, I think I'm, I'm, I'm a lot different than your typical Weekend host. I'm, I'm, I, I personally think I'm funnier. Maybe that's... I don't have a very big ego, so I don't think it's that. I, I think I'm funnier than a lot of people on the weekends. Um, I'm, I think I'm willing to go in different directions than they are. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. younger. I, I'm, I'm just a different voice than is presented on the weekends. And I'm, I have such little self-confidence that I'm terrible at selling myself. That's essentially what I said. And okay. he was like, okay. And, um, you know, he was kind of just like, eh, I'm not feeling it. <laughs> I believe the quote was, uh, you know, I, I don't see much of a difference. I don't see anything that separates you from Mark Dundero, who I don't know. Do you know? I don't know okay, who- Mark Dundero does. He's, he worked in Providence on okay, some that, news station. I found that out. I didn't know who that was. He does uh, Mark and Kitchen with Ben Kitchen. Ah, uh, yes. Um, who I miss very much. Um, on the weekends in Providence. Right. Okay. See, I didn't know who that was, but I, I, I just knew it was a name I didn't know, which made me think, okay. It's not. That's not a compliment necessarily. It's not necessarily an insult either. It's mm-hmm. just saying you're a guy. It, you're not separated from that guy, right? Um, so I was like, okay, but why am I in here? <laughs> it was very odd, and I didn't understand it, um, and I didn't know how to process it really. Um, and I have no. I don't really doubt my my talent in this. I doubt myself in uh, ten million other areas, but. Um, what I liked when I was at Barstool was uh, they tried to find a role for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what was, happened with that? Did you like, yeah, sorry. Well, you, I mean, essentially I was an intern. Uh-huh. So when they moved to New York, there just wasn't a spot for me to be full time. And, you know, making what I was making, I wasn't going to be able to live in Manhattan. Right. So there just wasn't a spot for me. Mm-hmm. But, <clears throat> excuse me, what they did at the end of my uh, internship was, you know, I filled in for... Uh, Big Cat on The Rundown. Um, I did KFC Radio. I I had a segment um, that I did like three or four times on uh, Adam Carolla's show. Mm-hmm. That was kind of when they were trying to promote it to a wider audience. Um, I did something with them. Um, so Dave kind of, uh, you know, tried to find a spot for me. Nothing really worked out. I, I, I wrote a few blogs. 
Um, but nothing, nothing stood out, which that's, that's fine. But I was left with more of a sense of, uh, satisfaction because I was like, okay, I tried something and there wasn't a spot for me and that's fine. Mm -hmm. But this feels more like, eh, we don't even really want to give you a shot. Let's pivot you to something else. Yes. And that maybe right now. Yeah. So I don't know. I didn't know how to take that. And I'm, I hope I'm not coming across as. Uh, burning bridges here. I'm not trying to lose it. I'm trying to, you know, kind of explain what the meeting was about because I said, hey, hey, everyone, big announcement coming. The old kid is about to take off on a jet to Mars. Um, the announcement is that you met Joe Zarbano. Yeah, the announcement there we is go. me and Joe had a, had a pleasant conversation for 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, so it's not what I expected, so I felt the need to kind of explain it to everyone. Uh, but like I said, I'm not, I don't question my uh, ability at this. Um, you know, but, it, and there was a lot of, uh, it seemed like maybe I, I, they, they felt I hadn't paid my dues or something like that. There probably is an element to that. Yeah. And then I always wonder about, cause it's like, you know, and like I, I, I came from barstool, so I hate using that analogy all the time, but it's just what I know. Like that's where I grew up in this business. Um, and it's like there, if they saw a town and they try, they try out at something. It wasn't that you had to, you know. Um, load the water cooler every day, <laughs> right? <laughs> to 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 be able to uh, be in a uh, in a video or write a blog or something. It was like if they saw something in you, they would try it. And sometimes I get frustrated that that hasn't happened here. And it did a little bit. I was on with Gilroy a couple times, stuff like that. But I was wondering, have you felt that at all? That you haven't, because you know, I think you're very talented, also, um, and you have more of a, a presence here. Mm-hmm. You know, you know a lot of producers and stuff like that. They know who you are mm-hmm. much more than they know who I am. So I was curious if you felt right. that frustration at all, too, or not. Not as mm, frustration as in like paying my dues or frustration, frustration like as in like they're trying out all these people, all these you know, who the hell are these guys? Why haven't they given Lucy Burge a shot on air with, with someone else? No, I've never felt frustration like that because no. I know I'm not like great on the air. I know you don't that think I. So. Not really. Like okay. I've been put in situations like with the morning show yeah, or yeah. with um I you know, I don't know where else. But like it I definitely am not I'm not great at it. I'm not great I don't know if it's yet or if I'm just not great at it ever. I'm not cut out for it, whatever. Um but what I'm doing right now, not being on the air all the time, but producing a show where you can pipe in or say something on the air might be a better role for me right now yeah. until I get better at it. Do you want to be on the air ultimately? Ultimately, yes. Okay. I think I think anybody in this business or who comes sure, here yeah. wants to be on the air ultimately. Because I, I certainly don't think you're, I, I haven't heard enough of you to really know. But I don't think I certainly think like when you and I do this, it's a very natural conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, you're very honest for the most part, as far as I know. Um, this is much different than a live radio show, though. So it's it's yes no. and no. I mean, it is certainly mm-hmm. obviously there are much fewer people listening. But I'm saying it's kind of that that aspect of it is kind of more in your head. Um, just your ability to talk. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That makes sense? Definitely. So, a couple of weeks ago, you texted Jason Rossi mm-hmm. about uh, being on with, not with Dale and Keith because they were out, <laughs> yes. being on that show. Yes. Um, What would you have brought to that show had Jason said yes? I don't know. Is this what you were going to ask me? This is what I was yeah, going yeah, yeah. to ask you. That's interesting. I don't know. Um, I'd have to go back and look at what was topical at the yeah, time. Yeah, I forget what was happening at the time. So do I. Because mm-hmm. I didn't prepare for it because I wasn't doing it. Right. Um, Did you expect him to say yes? No, no, I didn't. Um, I didn't expect a no either. I thought if they needed someone, then maybe. Um, but I also thought, and and Joe kind of 
uh, alluded to this. I didn't think I would be allowed on air, even if Jason wanted me. Because mm-hmm. um, Joe said something like, I said, you know, I, I texted uh, Curtis about doing Gilroy, and he didn't respond. And uh, Joe said, yeah, you know, I think that's got something to do with the, the tweets you fired off in September. Probably. Which I understand. Yeah. Um, so I, in my mind, I was like, I don't think I'm allowed on air anyways. But let me give this a shot. Um, why? What did, what, did, what did Jason say? No, it? he just said that you had texted him yeah. and, and asked. Yeah, well, uh, Caitlin actually mentioned something to me that they were looking for people. Okay. Not getting anyone in trouble. <laughs> just, no. just said that they were looking for people for that show, maybe. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know, might as well throw my hat in the ring. Why not? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would have maybe uh, been honest with Keith Keith about what I think about that show, and that could have led to some, some, oh, okay. some fireworks, You possibly. probably would have been uh, asked to leave after probably, a couple minutes. But I'm all right with that, honestly. Yeah. Like, a guy with nothing to lose lives a pretty easy life. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I don't mind going in there and fighting with Keith. Keith, mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> Fighting with Keith. You're not and, helping, uh, Mike. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't speak, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't mind going in there and fighting with him and having him hate me. Um, so, so whatever. And, and it's bizarre to me the people that do mind that. Because um, I think it makes good radio. Yeah, no, I agree. I think anybody here should be able to fight with anybody or make fun of themselves. That's a big thing. That's, that's always been my argument that I make fun of. My, I'm called Blind Mike for Christ's sake. Right. The name of the, every every week this podcast goes out, it's Blind Mike's Trash Talk. Right. So I make fun of myself enough that I think if I make a joke about Dale being boring, that it will be taken as a joke, and that if right. he hears it and want, wants to bash me, that he can do that if you want. And you know that's how I've always taken it. But a lot of people are more sensitive than me, I guess, because they haven't had the same. Uh, stuff to deal with, but were you? Um, this is something I wanted to ask you mm-hmm. about. The, now that we brought up Dale and Keith, how did you feel? I don't know if you were in that day. I think I, I was in that day, and I think I saw you, but I forget. Were you in the day that uh, it was Kirk's last show, mm-hmm. and then Dale and Keith started and didn't mention it at all? I was pissed. I was okay. I was really angry. Um, yeah. Okay. Not angry, but I was just frustrated. I was more frustrated. I didn't say angry so much as frustrated. Yeah. Because. Like, this had just happened. This huge thing at the station. Probably the biggest thing to happen at the station. That's always been probably ever. It's weird not to mention it. Probably ever, yeah. It's it's very strange. Um, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Kirk's. Like, I respect him as a talent, as a personality, as a journalist. I think Kirk is the best to ever do this, honestly. So yeah, certainly I Certainly in this market. So I, you know, that was the one time I ever cried at work was his last segment I just really? like I yeah so it was just it was just sad to see that show end. Jeez. I was very sad to see that end. Much like Trenny at uh, David Ortiz's goodbye. Yes, so. yes, exactly. <laughs> Much like Trenny, definitely. Um, no, so it, it, and then just to not say anything about it was weird. There, I thought so. And now, I yeah, it was just it, yeah to have at, this all happen and then not, and and I was like this is I'm not surprised, but I'm also just frustrated that we're not even saying anything. As a producer, do you say? And Jason would be like the lead producer, yes, right? and your yes. assistant producer is that mm-hmm. how it is? Yes. So maybe Associate it's not maybe producer. it's not your place, right? Um, but do you, as a producer, do you say to them like, "Hey guys, how do we not at least address this?" Oh, definitely. You, you did the whole show. Jason and I were debating about whether or not to talk about it, and I went to Dale twice during the show during breaks, yeah, and said, "You know, I, you know, if anything, just want to hear what you guys think about it." Yeah. Um, just to say something about it, to end the show or something. And Dale was just like, no, we're not going to do that. Did he explain why at all? Did he give you a reason? No, he just said, well, no, he didn't really. He just said, um, like, no, we're not going to do it. Because like, that was right, the well, most what am I, what perplexing now? thing is to not address it. To right. not even say, 
because people said, hey, that's not Dale and Keith's show. Mm -hmm. I think the Dale and Keith thing would have been to say, hey, you know, we've had our differences with Kirk. He's meant a lot to the station. It's sad to see him go. Something right, like even that. if Dale was saying, like, yeah. I'm happy you left or whatever. Whatever you think, right. I want to hear that. Right. Just as a listener, not not that I agree at all. Like, I was very sad that he left. But, right. um, like, and then it, I got even more frustrated when the afternoon show was talking about it all day, which they should have been. I mean, that's that's the topic of the day. It's on, right. you know, it's in the, it's all over the news. It's everywhere. And so, I've told, so why... uh, me and Bradford have had this argument a little bit where uh, this show was supposed to be, I, th- I think it still says, like, if you look on iTunes, the description is uh, everything in sports media outside the walls of WEI. Mm-hmm. But there have been, there's been so much stuff going on since I started this podcast that I start talking about EEI a lot. Yeah, naturally. <laughs> and, and Bradford said, you know, we kind of want to stay away from that. And I've said, my argument has been, there are times where there, there are times where I'm happy to stay away from, you know, it's not every day that I want to talk about what Christian Fourier is doing in the room next to me. Mm-hmm. But there are days where it's weird <laughs> If I'm doing a media podcast, this is Blind Mike's media podcast, mm-hmm. and I'm not talking about the biggest story in the city or maybe the biggest story at the station ever. That's weird to me to not address. So there's days like that where it must be frustrating for you guys mm-hmm. to be in there and be like, why are they Why are they not doing this? Right. How do you feel doing that show as a whole? Have you liked uh, being on that show? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's they're easy to work with, Keith and Dale. Yeah. They're not demanding. They're easy to work with. Um yeah, I mean, but there are topics that other shows would address, like that, for example, that they won't. Right. So that is a little bit frustrating sometimes, but that's just how that show works. Yeah. So it's, you know, it is what it is with that. Um, I have a couple topics we could get to, but I want to make sure you get out of here on time. So first, I want to get to some of the questions that we had. I was oh, surprised. Yes. I po- I said uh, to the uh, the gearheads out there. Oh, yeah, gearheads, hey, right? Those the, are- uh, yeah, okay. that's right. I said, um, I said, you know, what questions do you have for me and Lucy? And we had a few. Um, do you have them up, Caitlin? Yes. We had a few did. good ones. I would say go funniest to best. Like mm. start with the dumb ones, and then we'll end on the right, let's see uh, more more real questions. Um, I know there were a couple for Lucy. There was one. There was one F Mary kill. I believe. <laughs> oh, oh yes, yes. <laughs> that's a tough one. I saw um, that. It was between Kirk, Mike Francesa, and Chris Curtis. And odd three, not three <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Um, I would think of that one. Uh, the only thing I could say is that, oof, I can't answer this one. <laughs> I honestly cannot do it. <laughs> because it's it, it's awkward or- Well, I'm just really, I'm too decide. close to Francesa uh, to be able to answer it. <laughs> yeah, right. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, Francesca's your boy. You don't want to make things awkward between you two. Right, exactly. Um, and he'll hear this, obviously, so that would be an awkward conversation with Mike Francesca. <laughs> Someone asked, is Lucy single? Uh, Lucy? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. and uh, DMs yeah. are open, gentlemen? Mm-hmm. Well, at Burner AO, a bunch of numbers. Yeah, read their names. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you want to go out sometime? <laughs> um, yeah, they want to know. Okay, right. well, what? tell them, uh, sure. So you've got you've got some options, Lucy. <laughs> yes. I don't know how hard you've been looking. It's but. a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Someone asked, I don't know if this is like an inside joke, but mm-hmm. at Ryan the Gaggin, whatever, mm-hmm. um, did you understand anything Russell Brand said on his new Netflix special? Uh, I... I guess that, that might just be because they know I'm a stand-up fan, maybe. Okay. Um, I didn't watch it. I don't find Russell Brand particularly funny. The funny part about him- He was a him, great character in two movies. <laughs> which two? Uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. The mm-hmm. same character. Forgetting right. Sarah Marshall and Get Him to the Greek. 
Yes, true. But the funny thing about him is his accent. Like, if he didn't have an mm. accent, would he be right. funny? Yeah, if he was just an American guy. He looks like a, like a pirate who, you know, whatever. If he didn't yeah, have an no, accent. Yeah, no, he's just a guy he's with like a wacky a accent. Guy. Yeah. I guess he's gotten fat now, too. Oh, which, that's Which, I don't good. know who I am to talk, but he was, he was like, real <laughs> thin. Uh, so so his image has changed. Yes, I haven't seen it. What's but your yeah. favorite Netflix stand-up special? Um, Of all time, probably... Uh, John Mulaney's new one. I love John Mulaney. Amazing. His new, uh, Kid him. Gorgeous is awesome. Oh my awesome. God. I've seen him live twice. I saw, would you see him at so uh, Symphony Hall when he was here last year? I saw him at Foxwoods. Okay. I think yeah. both times, but he's, he, he's so good. Unbelievable. Yeah. One of my favorites. What else we got, Kim? All right. Um, Callahan Forever. Oh my God. My boy. This is referring. We were talking about this, before we get to that, we were talking about this the other day, the uh, parody accounts, and a lot of them are trolls, but I, particularly the Kirk and Callahan parody accounts, Seem like like just genuine good guy, like fans. Okay, so who I care about the station. <laughs> wrote I wrote a profile on them a couple years ago um, about what they do. Like it was called the underworld of the the like EEI parody accounts, mostly mm-hmm. the morning show. Right. But um, I so I emailed with all of them. I thought they maybe were all the same guy. No, they're all. That different. would be an, an incredible undertaking. Right. <laughs> yeah. The same guy. Well, yeah. <laughs> so they all are just regular guys who have jobs, and they list. Most of them are like, yeah, we listen on our way to work. Yeah. And we listen sometimes at work, and just tweet, you know, whatever. We, right. And they're awesome. Yeah. They make you laugh. They're entertainment. They're great. So like, and they're sometimes they're insightful. They think of shit yeah. that I don't even think of. <laughs> right. Uh, it's another element. Yeah. Like they've talked about it on the morning show. Like it's another element to the show, right. and it's great. And they've promoted this show a lot more than this station has. So I appreciate all. Uh, what is Callahan Forever? He was referring. He had a couple, right? Yeah, I think so. I'm he sure was he referring to actually the video that I took of you and Keith and uh, oh. Jason the other day. Oh, I know what this question is. And he said, please discuss how huh. she was able to sit down and listen to two grown men talk about wrestling without laughing. Lucy, how do you feel about it? I believe I was stifling a laugh the entire yeah, time. Yeah, literally the entire <laughs> time. Video, I was like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. You're like, I don't know what to say. Um, right. But I've learned a lot more about wrestling since being on, uh, being part of, oh, being around that. Jason. Yeah, that being, yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. yeah. When, uh, what is the crown jewel was on? Yeah. Rossi had his iPad. Watching I, don't even, it. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. Like, I'm so out of that. Right <laughs> yeah. Now. I know when WrestleMania comes around, that's pretty much it. Right. Um, what else we got, Caitlin? Um, so Mark Hannon's balls. One yeah, of my one favorites. of my favorites. Oh my um, my favorites. He, this isn't really a question, but balls. I'm assuming it's a he, but I'm just going to go with it. Um, he said, please discuss having me in as a special podcast <laughs> guest during Christmas. I, uh, well, so like I said, I Mark Hannon's have... balls must be a big fan of Christmas. I said I couldn't have Jared in, uh, cause he got fired. I doubt I can bring <laughs> as much as I love. I love that. I, lo- I like the account. He seems like a, an insightful guy and a big fan. <laughs> But uh, and he and he supported this podcast, which I appreciate. He's a true gearhead. But I feel like if I bring a guy known as Mark Hannon's balls <laughs> yeah. into the into the station, it will be my last podcast. Right, there's no I, doubt about it. I don't. I think he'd have to go by his real name. Right, right. and I I feel like there's no reeling in a guy like Mark Hannon's balls. Mm-hmm. That would I feel have like to, there's no taming him. That would have to be another like whatever else you talked about and more. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and more. That'd no guests. An don't, don't listen to this one at all, <laughs> folks. <laughs> Yeah, um, just bury that one. What else? Um, at Corrado underscore Dan wants to know, is it true that Mutt is actually three foot six? Yes. Yes, that is yeah. true. <laughs> the first time, so the first time I was ever on radio was when I was still a bar stool and Mutt invited me in here, uh, just kind of like, well, in the old building, just kind of check the place out. And uh, I walked in and judging by his picture, the only thing I'd ever seen him was that Mutt and Merloni picture where he's got you know, a lush, thick head of hair <laughs> and he's the same height as pro-athlete Lou Maloney in that picture. Right, yes. And so I'm thinking a guy probably about my height, good shape, 
and I walk in, and uh, I hear, hey, Mike, and I'm looking around, and, you know, it's down here. Uh, it's amazing how short he is. Like, you, you it, it takes you by surprise, I think mostly because you're expecting a, you know, a full-grown man. Um, I put him at about, in all honesty, probably 5'2". Would you say that's fair? No, I'd say he's probably 5'6". Oh, I five, think you right. Well, no, because I've walked by him. I don't him. see well, so he looks I've walked smaller. by him in the hallway. I'm 5'5", five, five, and I think I'm taller than him. Or the same height. Yeah, huh. they, well, there you have it, folks. I don't know, though. He's in that 5'5 five, five range, we'll call it. <laughs> well, I didn't even realize. So in the video I did with him, I'm wearing heels in the video. And I'm just, I didn't even realize how, I didn't realize the height difference until someone pointed it out on Twitter. And I was like, oh, like, I was wearing heels. So I, I can't tell if he's really that short or if, like, <laughs> I am just tall. He's a, he's a diminutive little guy. Yeah, so the proportions in that video are skewed. Yeah. Um, because of that. Next one. I'm looking, some of them you've kind of already talked about, but the only other one, I don't know if you want to go into this, but it says, has Kirk Minahan reached out to you at all? Any pushback from management for being the only on-air personality to talk about the truth about what was happening? (laughs) That one's for you. Around Kirk. I find that very funny that uh, (laughs) I'm the guy that talks about the truth. They say, the the parody accounts say that a lot, and I I appreciate the hell out of it, but it's funny because I haven't said anything that crazy, which was the crazy thing during that time where no one was addressing Kirk, is me just acknowledging he existed. <laughs> was like, hey, no one else is doing this. The truth, he's real. <laughs> this, yeah. is the, this guy's the truth sayer. Um, Kirk is not reaching. I reached out to Kirk about doing his uh, new thing, and much to my surprise, he responded immediately and said, uh, we will talk sometime in the next few weeks. Um, I don't so know what that means. there's a chance. There's a, yeah, there's a chance. Uh, I don't know what that means. It, may, it means probably a slim chance. Yeah, but. it means we might never never speak to each other again. Right. Um, but I was at least in his mind enough to respond to my message, and I have no further uh, news than that, unfortunately. Other than uh, I will, I will stay on him um, because you know what, they, Dave Portnoy respects this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, does Ga- Dave Ga- Portnoy listen to this podcast? Y- yes, he does. Uh, well, Dave Portnoy throws around. Uh, Compliments like cinder blocks. Really, does not give compliments too often, and said I can see that. That's how you get to the the top. Exactly, you can't yeah. compliment everybody. Of course, <laughs> um, but he went on Barstool Radio twice in the last two months now, and somehow I got brought up, and he said that I'm good on my podcast, Ooh. and then mentioned afterwards that he hates EEI. So he really okay. has no reason to compliment me being here. But it's twice that I'm good on the podcast, and um, Gaz from Barstool. Has also said they like my stuff, and it's obvious I learned a lot. Blah blah blah. Um, so the fact that Dave Portnoy, uh, I, that, that I still have his respect, uh, means that I might have a slim chance with Minahan, but uh, I don't know anything other than other than that, unfortunately. Do you think that Portnoy and Kirk talk about you all the time? <laughs> right. I think they have an ongoing text specifically about me. Right. Um, no, I can't imagine I've ever come up, <laughs> and even when. Um, I was working there, and Kirk was about to do my podcast, and Dave was doing his podcast. I can't imagine they mentioned, like, hey, Blind Mike works for you, right? Yeah. I'm guessing that never once came up. I doubt it. Do I you, highly doubt it. Do you think that Kirk knows that Portnoy respects you? Cause no. Then there is no, why no. would Kirk ever? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, well, no, what he said to me, well, maybe, because what he said to me was, uh, I asked uh, the first time he did my podcast. I said, you know, why did you do that? Like, you had no reason. 
it added nothing to your career. Why well, another you, good guy. I mean, fun? he's genuinely a, very good, a good, guy. good guy. But what he said was, uh, he goes, you know, I, he goes, I know you're one of Portnoy's guys, and uh, I have a lot of respect for Dan Portnoy. I see. So that's right. In that, that sense, yes. But other than that, no. Um, was there any? I, I think uh, last... Alan Forever had a good, another good one. Oh. Oh, unless there's, unless there's I don't one know. The, I, the only ones that I can find, the last group ask, and I know that Lucy and I were talking earlier. She might have already mentioned this the last time that she was on the mm-hmm. podcast. Oh, um, the the John Dennis thing. Yes, I saw that. Yeah. Do you have? Uh, we'll read the questions so the people yes. know. Oh, I don't know if it's the John Dennis thing. Did Lucy well, okay, turn so down the was, Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. this, this we're woman, the same Lauren thing. Lynn, who keeps tweeting yeah. me, like, you, you know, you I, I, got the, I, I don't know. You knew her. No, no, but she, like, keeps tweeting to me. She doesn't even follow me, but she's like, um, you turned down the show. Like, she you, says that you turned down the morning producer gig to work at the gym across the street. And I, I was mean, like, I don't know what that even means. No, so, <laughs> Lucy's like, ac- actually the biggest fitness guru ever. Well, so I worked at the New Balance gym, for, right. which is a great place. Oh, you did work I knew you went there. I worked there part Both. I worked there part-time. Yeah. Great gym, um, but not right after that. Like I didn't leave to do that. I was right, right, in grad right. school. Um, that was one of the. I mean, one of the background reasons was I was in grad school. Had to finish my masters. I'd already started. Mm-hmm. So my parents weren't thrilled. But the big reason was that Dino just made me so uncomfortable. Like right. he was just very uncomfortable. So I I could not. I just got to a point where I was like, I can't go into that office every single morning and yeah. have Dino be sitting there. He was still like, there when you were talking about that. That oh was yeah. After he left. Okay. Yeah, um, no, I this was like before he left. So it was but like Jerry and Kirk were great. Like they were fantastic. Sure. And I would work for them in a heartbeat, but sure. like Dino just made me very uncomfortable. So Which is a funny thing too cuz I think if you listened to that show and knew nothing else outside, I think you would think of the three Dino would be the cuz he was kind of playing this character. Not necessarily playing nice, it badly not, though. Not, yeah, right. Not necessarily even a nice guy, but of someone who was like friendly, I guess. But more friendly than Kirk and Jerry and every I never met the guy. But everything I've heard is just a fucking nightmare. Oh work. yeah, no, he's awful. Terror, yeah. Awful. Um, Did he say anything? I remember you kind of alluded to like him. Yeah, sending some weird text. Yeah, yeah. Did there he was say anything specifically that weirded you out? Uh, yeah, everything he said to me. No, but like he. No, it was, that's a long story. <laughs> was but, like, it he, like? Was it ever like? And you know, you mm. tell me to fuck off. But no. <laughs> was it ever like sexual stuff? Oh yeah, it? yeah. There's really? a little bit of that, and that's yeah. what made me to think that that happened, and that he like I'd be working for him. Like it's it's two different time periods, but. And it, he, like, acted like that never happened. He probably didn't remember right. it. But, like, he... Yeah, yeah right. So I, I just thought, like, this is... I can't work for this guy. Like, I just can't do that. So that was the main... But besides that, um, even if that never happened, right. it still... He still wouldn't want to work for him. ...was just he... I, the text that he sent Paul Chartier and me, mm-hmm. like, that that's not something that you should send somebody who's you know work it's just weird to, like call you an asshole it's and like, be like you know do all this stuff and i'm like what is there's, this there's a lot of guys like that in radio where it's like i understand like you know maybe that's how they got to that level that they were that much of a perfectionist and stuff like that yeah but it's like you have this job where other than the time you wake up i guess the time you wake up is shitty but other than that you come in you bullshit for four hours with you know other guys who are good at that whether you're friendly with them or not you're talking sports, you're talking politics, whatever. And then you go home and you're done with your day. You make boatloads of money. <laughs> it's like, why do you put that much stress on yourself? Why do you live like that? That you're screaming at interns. It's like, why? 
Yeah, it's Why just, you like that? he's understand. just not a good human being. I mean, yeah, right. The, which is great now that he just like a you know weird tweeter. So Begging they make to fun get of back him. into radio somehow. Yeah, <laughs> right. So this Seems is like why, a sad life. Yeah, what is he like? I'll do shows around Christmas. That's like one. <laughs> I'll come in when no one's in the building, so I don't get bullied. Yeah, I saw him when he did his Christmas shows. I was producing uh, was that, that weird day. Ball? Is no, no, I just, like, I walked by him, and I was like, hi, John, and he just said hi and walked oh, okay. by. I was like, all right, well. Was there, so the, the, the text you got, <laughs> were they, like, explicit in, Not, they, or was it like, a little like, bit. hey, you know, why don't you come over after? No, it was never like that. No, no, it was, no? but a little explicit. Yeah, like someday, so? that's, a sto- that's a story for another time. Oh, come on. Um, yeah, no, it's, it, that's for another time. But, right, um, uh, yeah, so it was just, I, I wouldn't be able to. To do that, but like, if it was just Jerry and Kirk, yeah, I'd want that job, yeah, right. big time. I mean, I wanted it. It's just I started realizing I can't work for Dino. Well, the other thing I think uh, that was kind of unfair to you that I saw in that chain was like they were like uh, her parents wouldn't pay for her apartment. Yeah, so I that, didn't know. I may, I, I thought maybe they were just mentioning that. I didn't know if they no, were like so that was shaming the, you or something. But I was like, I don't know. She was a college kid. That's not no. That well, crazy. yeah. Well, that was one of the things is my parents weren't really talking to me. Like my dad was not happy that I really. No, like my, they just weren't happy that because I. They didn't like the show. That you kind were? of like it, they just didn't want me. They wanted me to finish grad school. Okay, that was the thing. Is like they were like, you just have to finish school. Like then and they thought that was preventing you from doing that. Or? Oh, it would have. Like I wouldn't be able. Okay. So it was my master's degree. Like I couldn't get be like in class all the time and do this show because I wanted five a.m. Yeah. Yeah, and if I wanted to, you know, produce this show, which is you know the number one show basically in the country, mm-hmm. um, how would I? I wanted to devote all my time to it. Completely. Like right. Curtis does now. Like I would want, you'd yeah, have to be that. And course, if I'm yeah. in class. And you kind of have to, too, because those yeah. guys are demanded of you, too. You know what I yes, mean? Yes, which as is, much as know, I think that, I, I've never met Callahan either, but as much as I think they're both pretty decent guys to work for, they're going to demand perfection of you also. Oh, definitely. So and I would want that. If you're falling that. asleep at 5.30 in the morning, they're going to scream and yell at you. You know what I mean? Right. Would, probably deservedly so. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. So I would want to focus everything onto the show right. to make it the best it can be. And so. That kind of, and like if I'm sitting in class and some like news breaks, how am I going to like, you know, I'd have to you know, work on that. Right, right, and, right. Yeah. So I just wanted to like focus on one thing at a time. Yeah. But that was, that was like, I could have done it, but if Dino wasn't there, I'd be like, yeah, I'll do anything <laughs> yeah, for right, this. But right. that was the big factor. Um, the other thing, and you might have, you, I, uh, this was part of one of the questions Caitlin read and I kind of skipped over it. Um, they said, is, is there any, anything about content? It was something like, uh. Have they told you anything about content, like what you can or can't talk about? On this podcast, never. Well, I take that back. That's not true. I'll, afterwards, I'll yes. get I'll get a call saying, hey, you can't talk about that. Like once it's up. Yeah. They're like, hey, we had to take that podcast down. Um, but they forget I'm here. <laughs> so they never tell me anything. But I'm curious from you, because you work with on air a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, do you ever hear mandates where it's like, absolutely do not talk, don't criticize the Red Sox, don't bring this name up or that or whatever. Is there anything like that that you deal with? Not with Dale and Keeve because they, Right, you know, I guess that's, they're pretty safe. I guess that's true. So, yeah. no, we've never gotten don't criticize the Red Sox because they would never do that. Because they wouldn't do they that. Wouldn't they do just that. know not to do that. Right. Did, I mean, uh, yeah. did you get the vibe, were you working the other day when Sam Kennedy was on? Uh, yeah. Did you get the vibe that there was a veiled shot at Kirk in there? I honestly didn't listen. I didn't okay. talk to Sam Kennedy. Um, yeah. I so listened I to that. Know. I think people tried to make something of that. And I'm always I'm always Team Kirk, as everyone knows. Mm-hmm. I didn't get that vibe that it was a shot at him. What, did he, what um, was it that he said? I saw a tweet I know, about I was, it. But I was dozing off. I yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, come on, Sam Kennedy, what are we doing? Um, but yeah, no, I didn't get that vibe. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe Sam Kennedy won, so maybe he was taking a taking a shot at him somehow. 
Um, was that it for questions, Caitlin? Yes. All right. There was one other subject a couple people wanted me to get into. I don't know if you have time or not, Lucy. Yeah, I got three twenty. Ten minutes. Got a couple Let's minutes. Do it. it was just—it was simply that um, someone brought this up to me literally right before the show, and uh, I saw some tweets about it last week. There were a couple things with ninety-eight-five uh, within the last week or so that have been compared to what's going on here, particularly with Kirk. Uh, but they compared it to like the Fourier thing and Reamer and stuff like that. Um, where, with, for whatever reason, when stuff like that happens with ninety-eight-five, uh, it doesn't get a brought up. The main one that I saw, like, real outrage about was, I don't know if you saw, I guess Felger, it got brought up that Roy Halladay's on the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I didn't Felger see that. Said, uh, Felger said he's a Hall of Fame pilot or something like that. Which That's is, funny. It's a funny line. Like, I, people get on their high horse and say, how it's morally reprehensible. The man is dead. It's like, yeah, he's dead, and that's very sad, and it's terrible for his family, and it's, it was tragic and everything. But it's a funny line. Yeah. Like, you're not but- looking at it as, as Dave Chappelle said. Everything's funny if it's not happening to you. Correct. You know what I mean? If Roy Halladay is not Felger's brother. Right, exactly. And if he was, I'm sure Felger would think differently. But a lot, what, my, the reason I bring this subject up, and the other one was um, uh, Zoe and Beetle did like an Asian voice. There was a guy named Chow. Okay. And they started doing like, an impression of uh, Leslie Chow from The Hangover. Okay. And they compared that to when Fourier did an Asian accent. When did this happen? Last on- week. I didn't on, uh, hear about this at all. It was very underground. You have to follow uh, the, the the parody accounts very closely. Okay. It got brought up to me because they, they know I'm one of them. I'm right. in that world. Right, yes. So they, there just, is they, a tell, very sub, they tell me these things. Yes, yeah. it is a sub-world. Yeah. Of, yeah. Um, there was that one, and then this was the one I saw right before the show, and I don't, I can't believe people were even outraged by it. Um, Maz yesterday said that uh, Belichick like slurred his words through his press conference. And he said, uh, either like he doesn't care about the media, or he he was drunk. And I, you know, I, I think it was the first one. Definitely drunk. And it was like obviously that's a joke. Yeah, so clearly. I mean, that's my one message to like the parody account and, the, and outrage culture in general. And I try to say this all the time, and no one ever listens to me. But I'll keep saying it. <laughs> is that um, it, you should never. I get the reason you would want to go after ninety eight five after you saw what happened to Kirk. Kirk's the guy you all. Loved and respected your favorite radio guy ever, probably. Mm-hmm. So you'll, you, he's now taken away from you, at least on regular airwaves. So you look at that and you want blood. You want other guys to suffer because of that. My message would be, if you want guys like Kirk to be on the air, don't attack Felger when he makes kind of a funny joke. It mm-hmm. should be, always protect Minahan, always protect Felger, always protect the guy making the joke, and go after the people that are going after them. Right. It should never be an eye for an eye in that situation. It should never be, well, Minahan got punished, so Felger and Zolik and Bertrand should, and Maz should also. That's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wanted to, you know, to my, my, my peeps out there, the parody accounts, calm down with that shit. The message should always be comedy first, entertainment first, no matter who it's coming from, whether it's a guy you like or don't like. And uh, that's why I always try to, you know, if Trenny ever got in trouble, Right. You know, I got blocked by Trenny. Uh, what not, did you do I'm to get blocked by Trenny? I said, um... You don't really have to do much, but I mean... You don't have to do much. I yeah. said, um... She tweeted after the last, like, mass shooting. Yeah. She tweeted a list of all the places that, you know... Yeah. A church, a salon... Did she ask where you can donate to instead of no, Googling no, of it herself? No, no, no. She, she, she came out with a list God. and said, these are all places it's no longer safe to go. Oh, come on. Hashtag do something. 
<laughs> so I just replied, do something. Profound stuff. Thank you for your service. <laughs> That's all I said. It wasn't that, it, it wasn't that bad. But it was like it was like, hey, Trenny, how about you, how about you do something? Yeah. <laughs> like just I, tweeting do something is doing literally as little as you can. Yeah. Other I, than doing literally nothing. That's the next half a step above doing nothing. Right. Um Interesting. So I kinda hate that mentality a lot. Oh, but definitely. Yeah. You, so you have no which I kinda like that you said that. You have no need to be like loyal to other women in broadcast because i feel like there's a there's a lot of that where and trenny's one of them where it's no matter what if, if jess mendoza sucks on sunday night baseball no the the, the immediate I, reaction is well we have to defend her no, it's, it's, no, she's no, one no. Of ours. i hate that i can't yeah. stand As it you should. That's good. right so if you're bad at your job no matter what gender you are yeah. I'm, you know i would say i don't like what you do right um jess mendoza be, is not good it's <laughs> more sexist or racist or whatever to do it the opposite way. Exactly. To only defend someone because they're a woman or because they're a person of color or whatever. Exactly. That's much more racist than to just judge them purely on their merit. Right. And then there are the women who get criticized and then say that they or criticized for something they did professionally, like wrote a terrible column or something. And people go after them and then they play the card where they're like, oh, well, you're only going after me because I'm a woman. That, that, that bothers, bothers me, me to too, no yeah. end. I it imagine, is just. Yeah infuriating mm-hmm. and it makes other women look bad i mean it's right. just it's i don't know it, because when they, when they bring that up if it's like you're criticizing me because i'm a woman it's like well and you know trenny kind of i wouldn't say she played that card but would support people that played that card oh, yeah so you look at it's like hey trenny you're in with tangway they call a fat pedophile and <laughs> mutt they call a dumb drunk and curtis they called him a fat alcohol it's like those are much meaner than anything they ever said to trenny so oh it's yeah like, were you really a victim when you were in that room i don't know Right. I use her as the example all the time, but there's you know there's plenty of others. Um, that was a tough one because it, it just yeah. seemed like she couldn't. It, first of all, she didn't get the show. It seemed like she didn't listen. Right. She didn't want to be there. I don't it didn't. It seems like she just didn't. That's the big part of it. And they've talked about this recently with Mark James. Is like you he doesn't listen to the show. Right. So there's a comparison: Mark James and Trini, two different genders, kind of the, not the same criticism, but like they just they don't listen, so they don't get a lot of the jokes. So that was my big thing with Trini. Also a thing with Mark James, I guess. Right. Um, yeah, it's it, that's a big part of that show. And if you're going to be on the show, listen, kind of play along, I think, yeah. is a big part of it. Who uh, who would you... I'll, I'll let you go right after this. Who would you want to see with Kirk if he has a uh, co-host or something like that? My... Other than me, of course. I've been... <laughs> the guy I've been rooting for is Tangway. Oh, that would be I awesome. I want to see Tangway that come back. That would be great. So badly. Yes. I think that'd be awesome. Yes, I vote for Tangway. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah, I think that'd be great. So that's my... Uh, bl- you know, Blind Mike, Tangway, whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, also a great guy, Gary two, Tangway. Two great guys, yeah, yeah. Um, Lucy, thank you very much. Thank you, Mike. Awesome having you as always. Thank you. Come back anytime. I will be back soon. Um, you know, we'll try and have you back uh, next time Francesa says something dumb. Which will be tomorrow. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and uh, Caitlin, thank you as always. Uh, at Lucille Burge on Twitter. Yes. And, uh, you know, right. if you want to see her Instagram videos. Mm-hmm. My viral video with yes. Mutt. That was all Mutt, though. Uh, it was not because not of me. Well, hey, I like to think. You uh, you got him there. You know what I mean. You you I think it's us you together. nurtured him into that. Yes. Yeah, there was Dynamic a lot of there's duo. chemistry there between yes. you two. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, at blind Mike underscore on Twitter. I don't know why I say that because you're already obviously following me if you follow this. Whatever. <laughs> um, subscribe and give a five star review. Even if you're listening on wei.com, go to iTunes and be a buddy and leave a five star review. And uh, you know because I've got nowhere else to go. Make sure you tweet Kirk Minahan and tell him I'm the best candidate other than Gary Tangway to join them whenever that show starts. Goodbye. 
You've been listening to Trash Talk with Blind Mike. Hear it again on WEEI.com, iTunes, and the Radio.com app. Tune in next week for another edition of Trash Talk, a presentation of WEEI.com.